Hello everyone and welcome to the Goddess Glow podcast with me, Ray Grillo. Today I have a very special guest, Christian Jones. I, um, if you have seen my Instagram, I typically go out to events and I go out raving and along my journey I started going to elation events. I believe at the start of when you started it at the Thunderbird. Thunderbird, yeah, that yeah. was, um, yeah, that was literally, uh. It was the uh, the grassroots kind of like where we got started, and it's crazy to see how far it's come mm -hmm. since then. Um, and uh, Elations is more underground here in Las Vegas, and that is where I found a lot of healing done for me, and where I could actually feel like I was being myself. It's actually too where I found my flow art, <laughs> which is wanting as one of Elation events. Wanting so. is that's that's something I've tried and I just literally can't do it. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I love and um, I can do some poi, but that's that's honestly the wanting's beyond me, man. Oh okay, well that's fun. That's why I, I, I love it. I yeah. love watching it raves. I'm like, I'll just do it. I'll pop a squat right on the ground. I'm like, uh, this is so cool. Yeah, and so I'm just grateful to have you here on my podcast and me. along my journey. Uh, Christian is the founder of Relations at founder and co-owner of Lations, and then he also owns Ink Busters, which is a tattoo removal place. If you're on YouTube, you can see that he <laughs> it's <Yeah>. an art. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's crazy. I, you know, people um, all the time are like, I can't believe you own a tattoo removal company. You're literally blasted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, they're coming off. Not all of them. Okay. Some of them, for sure. Okay. Uh, what would you say, like, your first... What was your first? My first tattoo? Yeah. It's this god-awful tattoo on my back I mean it's literally okay. egregious and um the whole reason I started Inkbusters was because um I had this lady kind of take me for a ride um with the removal process I was four treatments in I was you know I mean a little bit over three thousand dollars and and I got and I wasn't seeing any progress on um the removal and I was getting kind of frustrated um and then I later found out that this lady's machine was over a decade old and um it just i don't know it it <laughs> i think it pretty much just hurt me more than anything okay. and uh so i figured um you know i mean it's it maybe i could start my own company um and i could try to help people get their tattoos removed without taking them through the ringer to okay. do it I've heard that it's a very painful process. It's more painful than it getting is, the tattoo. God, is it? It is. Okay. It is an excruciating process. But the cool thing about it is, it is fast. It is super, super quick. Where a tattoo that would take you twenty hours to get, you could probably get through it in about fifteen minutes. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, and then uh, going into like the your entrepreneurship i know you do other stuff as well like you said something about mortgages yeah i do mortgages on the side um and then of course i have uh, elation events and um i do vip hosting for um for nightclubs now i used to i worked at the win um at encore beach club for uh several years and um i slowly transitioned out of that into events of my own but I still have a lot of clients that come in and come to me to book their vacations, etc. So, okay. um, yeah, that's that's whatever. I, I like as, as many little pots as I can. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> so I have a lot of uh, entrepreneurs that have had come across the podcast. And I want to talk about, like, your journey a little bit more and why events. Well, other than here in Vegas is nightlife. 
Right. And you had a segue into that after your military experience? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I joined the military. I I raved before the military. I started raving at... um, when I turned 17, mm-hmm. um, and I went in the army when I was 18, got out when I was 22 and, uh, I, uh, whatever war has its own impact and crisis on, um, you know what I mean? Human beings on what they go through. And I can honestly say that raving in the community and the sport that it provides and the music itself has um, had a very large hand in the healing process for my for my mind and my PTSD that I had at the time, and uh, not to say that it's gone, but it's it's definitely um, it's definitely diminished, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and is that why you decided to start Elations? Um, I started Elation with my partner Ryan because there was no trance out here. And we initially started off thinking that we were just going to do trance. And I'm like, why would we just do trance when there's so many other great underground genres that are also um, so underserved mm-hmm. in Las Vegas? Um, so then we slowly transitioned into techno and then uh, hard style. And we do a lot of progressive stuff now. And um, the growth has been exponential. And it's been it's been really cool. Okay. Have you... Uh, so... When I went to Thunderbird, I don't know your story, too, like, during COVID, because I know that impacted events a lot. Yeah. And uh, were you doing the tattoo removals also during COVID? Um, yeah, so okay. uh, Elation obviously was shut down, couldn't do events. And uh, during that time, you know what I mean, we all had a lot of downtime, all of us, you know, twiddling our thumbs and, you know what I mean, and just doing our best to stay as safe as you can, given the situation. Um, so I started removing the tattoo off my back. And mm-hmm. so that was probably in mid COVID because what we were there, we were doing that for two years. And, uh, that's when I, you know what I mean? That's when that lady kind of just took me through loops and, and I decided that to start researching it. So I actually started the laser removal company. I'm sorry. I started the tattoo removal company over COVID because I needed something else to do. Okay. And what's crazy is as soon as I started that company, we pretty much opened back up, um, like four months later, right when I started to get picked, right when we started to pick back up or right when, right when the company started to pick up and it was just wild to be thrown into like two, I felt like I had to relearn how to do events because there's, there's so much stuff on the back end that nobody sees, um, logistics wise and planning wise, um, that it was, it was, it was a challenge at the time. And then um, I decided to do a, a bodybuilding competition at the same time. That's, I can honestly say that that's the most I've ever juggled in my life. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is a lot. Yeah. I completely understand uh, where you're coming from. Other than the bodybuilding. Now, that is a whole it's, endeavor on its own. Yeah, I think I'm done with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm done. It was cool. Okay. It was cool. I just, I just, I'm good looking okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. Okay is good with me. I don't need to be great. Did you do it for, like, some sort of, like, you know, childhood goal or just to feel better or... Um, I've always been in the gym. I've been in the gym since I was probably 16 consistently. I've never really stopped. I've always been in shape. And this this is my third bodybuilding competition. And I I just... I don't know. I get... Sometimes I get, like, little, like, personal challenges where I'm like, you know what? I want to do this because... I don't know. I I feel like pushing myself to, like, the brink, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? How do you know you're alive if you're not... You know what I mean? Pushing it. So, uh, yeah, I just, um, 
it, it was a really random thing, and it was, uh, it, it was cool. It was fun. I but I dieted for seven months, and you know what I mean. I missed out on a lot of a lot of life, and you know, it's I don't think it's I don't think it's worth the life and kind of the impact it takes on your health to put yourself through that. Okay. <clears throat> well, now I want to like transition back to the events or just your daily life in general. Sure. Um, and for anyone who's listening. Uh, especially like my male listeners, that I want to sort of like have them, because it feels like you're very the reason why you do like elations or anything. It feels like you're like a really heart centered person. I don't, I haven't really gauged like a big ego from you. Yeah, I um, try to keep that as low as possible. There's nothing. There's nothing flattering or attractive about about massive egos. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I am glad to have you here and yeah, like transitioning on that because I feel um, that may, you have like some things to offer and maybe and to inspire and I want to know um, more about like your daily challenges or like what you do on a daily basis to just what you do like what does your ritual look like? Got it. Um... I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty, I guess my day's pretty basic. I mean, basic for me, I guess I wake up and the first thing I do is get in my emails and I probably send emails for the first three hours, make a ton of phone calls. Um, I was, I, elations picking up. I think that we'll probably do upwards of 80 to 90 events this year, as well as the laser companies picking up. We just did, we had a hundred clients last month. Um, so we're, we're working on over a hundred removals. A okay. month. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of just all over the place. I spend a majority of my time at the studio and then working on my laptop um, and then just trying to stay consistent in the gym, which is proving difficult lately. But, you know, um, sometimes you just got to sacrifice short term for long term gains. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what are you like faced with, um, you find with events that can be. I have seen, so email-wise, I have seen, I think it was Julian... Joel. Joel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, he ended up having to, like, be pushed back. And so, with these artists that you're working mm-hmm. with, it, have you found that it can be difficult when you, like, you set something? And then it's, like, looking for something it's else. It's extremely difficult. Um, okay. We we actually, when, when COVID, I think it was, I want to say it was December, we, we, got, we lost three shows three weeks in a row. Okay. So one, two, three, just COVID, COVID, COVID. Mm-hmm. And the first two, at least we had somewhat like a week's notice. The, the the third one though, it happened the day of and I'm like, sick, scramble, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> getting on the phone with agents, getting on the phone with the venue, trying to figure out how to, um, how to pull it out of your, how to pull it out of a hat without, without pissing off ticket buyers. Okay. You know what I mean? Without making them, you know what I mean? The, obviously, the venues understand. You know what I mean? What, what, what are we, we going to do with COVID? You know what I mean? But, um, but you know, every time... Because they're we, dealing with it, too. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're all sunk by it. You know what I mean? And it's it sucks, especially because after we were down for so long, like, you do nine times out of ten when you have to make shifts like that day of, week of, you're going to lose money. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think the last one that we did, we are supposed to have... Um, we were supposed to do the uh, No Mana tour, and um, Jordan got <clears throat> Jordan got COVID the day of, and um, we ended up making that we ended up making that event free, dude. Um, you know what I mean? Just just to try to quelch the uh, uh, the backlash for him not making it, and then also providing 
um, you know, also keeping everybody's tickets valid for the next show. Okay. Should they choose to should they choose to attend? Okay, and when you're like met with like this sort of challenge, are you like sometimes are you taken back like oh like I don't have to deal with this shit like <laughs> or are you more like yeah okay so like what can we do from here like do you go into like that sort of you know what or? that's yeah um depends it was the first time the second time or the third time oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what okay. I mean? like the first time you're like all right it's cool we got this the yeah. second time you're like okay. It's all right. The third time you're like, what the fuck, dude? This is oh, crazy. Yeah. This yeah. is absolutely wild. You know what I mean? You just roll with the punches. It's obviously not the artist's fault. It, and you know what I mean? I, it's in everybody's best interest if they do not attend. Okay. Um, given the COVID situation. But yeah, it does grow cumbersome and it can be frustrating. But okay. you know what I mean? And it's what I guess what the challenge, the next challenge that it creates is not just losing that day, but figuring out a rescheduled day because okay, yeah. now you have to push it back but you're already working on your calendar way out here yeah so, and now you're trying to like somehow shift the card in somewhere you mm-hmm. know so it's it's it does it creates challenges now and down the road yeah and <clears throat> yeah because you're saying you're wanting 100 events that's like, booked out. that's definitely the goal um right now whether we're uh you know what i mean we're gonna try to start expanding um into other markets Mm-hmm. At some point this year, I believe, and um, but yeah, it, oh, over a hundred is definitely the goal. And if that doesn't happen this year, then next year for sure. But I, I think that we'll get very close. Okay. Uh, did you have this goal in mind at the beginning of the year, or it just sort of like fell in the place because you saw how many you were booking, or? Yeah, I, I don't think that we really set a goal um, for volume. I know that we've definitely set goals for. Um, size of events and where we want to put events. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think that Gareth, uh, our Gareth Emery show, um, yes. EDC, EDC <laughs> week was a very big, um, was a very big notch in the belt. Mm-hmm. I think we're expecting anywhere from three to 4,000 people okay. at this show. Um, so, you know what I mean? That's, it's to come from something like Thunderbird where we have 120 people, dude, um, up to 3000 people. It's, um, and especially the world debut of one of the largest trans artists that are, yeah. On the planet, it's very exciting, dude. Yeah. Very exciting for us. So that's I'm very excited <clears throat> for this one. <laughs> that's um, yeah. so it's it's cool. It's so cool to watch it grow and you know to be able to bring stuff like that to Las Vegas. Because I, even when I set out on this journey, I wasn't actually sure that we'd get here, and if we did, when it would be. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 I it's almost surreal. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, now I want to like talk about like people skills. It seems like you have great people skills, of course, when you're doing, like, these sales and then, like, talking to the artists and agents. And, right. Uh, I, I wanna, well, maybe not the artists, mm-hmm. however, more so the agents and sure. booking the venues. Mm-hmm. What sort of um, people skills do you feel or something that, you know, you're consciously aware of when you're, like, speaking with people, mm-hmm. like, how you're being and right. projecting right. Uh, that may, you know, help others? Because I have found... Mostly like business, it's an entrepreneur. It's just, you have to network. You have to network, have to network, yeah. If you can't, if you can't talk, I mean, you're, you're leagues behind everybody else. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I think that the, I try to find something that resonates with the other person, something that we have maybe in common. The the cool thing about, I guess, reaching to agents, not everyone, but a lot of agents that we. <clears throat> We obviously have the same taste in music. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we can find some kind of common ground that we can talk about. Um, 
I think that that's honestly key when you talk to a lot of people, you know what I mean? Find something that you find something that you have in common, something you like that you can kind of, that you can kind of delve in together. You know what I mean? And you can share a passion on. And at that point, I feel like it's a really good icebreaker instead of trying to, you know what I mean? Not finding more, finding out more about that person and what they're into rather than maybe talking about yourself. I think that starting out by listening and then coming in with Mm -hmm. something that that's relevant can help. Yeah. So being more interested versus interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And you can always be interesting after. Oh, yeah. True. You know, but if you're talking about all the wrong stuff, you're digging, you know what I mean? You're going in the wrong direction. Yeah. And I have noticed, too, with the EDM community um, and just the people that I've talked to is the music. Yeah, 100%. Well, nightlife, not so much. However, like in your in your events, nightlife. Nightlife, <laughs> nightlife, definitely not. I'm not totally even. Different. <laughs> I'm not even sure what you talk about in nightlife. Um, Louis bags and. Yeah, and that one hasn't. I'm still still finding. Sure. <laughs> still finding right. like a range of topics for right. that one. However, in the EDM like plural community, I have noticed it's easy to talk to people because again, it's like for the love of the music. Right, right, right. Um, it kind of puts us all like on a common ground. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are having a conversation before how you're saying that you're just, you know, you're putting on these events and you see for relations, one, you're just a, like, you're just a rave kid. Yeah, like, I'm, just, kid or, I'm just a rave kid, just, man. Just I, mean, you're, you're, I mean, if you <laughs> can, you'll catch me at events wearing candy, you'll catch me at events nine times out of ten. If you ask, I have my gloves in my pocket. And yeah, oh, okay. I, and yeah I'm down to give you a light show. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll keep that next time. <laughs> nine times okay. out of ten, I, I do have my gloves in my pocket. I, I you know what, I, I don't want to be on a crazy pedestal. I'm no, I'm not any more special than anybody else. You know what I mean? I just, mm-hmm. I just want to be, I just want to put cool stuff on so that we can all enjoy it. And we have something to go to because for most of my adult life, I always had to go to, um, I always had to go to LA, dude, or or Phoenix, or you know what I mean, or uh, Texas, dude, to go to go get my my fix for the music I wanted to hear, and I and yeah. I, I, I I'm hoping that we um, have or can finally reach a point to where we don't we don't have to do that anymore. You know what I mean? We have everything that we need right here in the Las Vegas Valley. Yeah, and I've noticed too, uh, for me personally, because I, I haven't seen the L.A. scene yet. I haven't really mm-hmm. traveled. I mean, I've done festivals right, and right, traveled around for right. festivals. And I find myself itching for, like, trans or techno. <clears throat> and it's not... It's like house. Like, I mean, house is big here. Right, house is um, very big house is, I like progressive house. However, right. house is big here. And then, like, dubstep, bass, right. bassy right. stuff. Right. And it's... Uh, you know, like you want that fix, like you want that exactly. like, either techno or trans exactly. fix, and the only thing I would think of is Dream State or like I mean EDC, like right. Valley, right, so. right, exactly. Okay. No, and yeah, and I, and I think you're absolutely right. Um, as you know what I mean, as as for the West Coast anyway, West Coast, you know what okay. I mean. That's that's the biggest. That's probably that's Dream State's the biggest trans festival in, in the in the states. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, they're 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 I think they're the. There's not very many trans brands, not not many left anyway on the okay. West Coast. And so, would you say Alations is like on the forefront of that, or working towards it? Yeah, Maybe? we okay. definitely like to get to. We definitely like to get somewhere near that level. I don't know if we'll ever get quite that big. I mean, never's a long time. Mm-hmm. But um, and the goal is definitely to uh, to start throwing trans trans okay. trans vessels or trans larger trans shows that are you know what I mean getting a little bit more extravagant 
mm-hmm. um, you know, multi, uh, <clears throat> multi-artist stuff from, you know what I mean? It'd, it'd be even great to get into some like multi-day okay. things yeah. eventually. And, um, okay. So your, would you say the Gareth Emery event is your biggest event, next biggest event coming up? That is, that, that'd be the biggest event we've ever had. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. So, um, and it's definitely the biggest one coming up. I think we're like six weeks out from that okay. at this point. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'm wanting to uh, wrap this up now. And uh, is there anything else that you would like to share with people? Or maybe like something like to-dos or not-to-dos at events? Um, yeah, don't clock your fans. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes okay. fan clockers. I actually really enjoy it. <laughs> she I, does. <laughs> she loves it. I love with the beat, mm, but I, I, with not, the beat. not the whole right. time, but like at like right. when it like right. really hits sometimes, and then like what about whistles during techno? During, during techno, techno. During I love techno. it. Yeah, uh, just a little bit though. Don't right, do it. right, right, Please right, don't right, do it because right, <laughs> right. then it just gets obnoxious. Right. So when it's like you know warranted, and then you know because you can feel the energy coming from that person, like really feel right. it. Um, okay, so fan clacking. Fan clacking. <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, if uh, if anybody ever wants to, you know, chat or just get to know me, I'm I'm super open. You know what I mean? I love I love talking to everybody. I'm super personable. Um, if you see me at one of my events, um, you know, I, I'd love to meet you and kind of, you know what I mean, get some get to know. I, I'd love to get to know everybody who comes to my events personally, and you know what I mean, and kind of understand you know what i mean where they're coming from and you know thank them for you know taking out the time to you know show um show my brand some love you know what it means a yeah. lot yeah um and then also uh if you guys are interested in going to the gareth emery event or even talking to christian Moore, check out his instagram uh the links are going to be down below either on youtube or on the podcast and, um, yeah, just check them out. And then you'll, I've seen you too. You also DJ a bit. I do DJ. Okay. Yeah. Every once in a while, it's, um, it's a random thing, dude. Every once okay. in a while, like every once in a while, it's an itch. I have to scratch and then I get up there and I do it and I'm like, oh, that was fun. And then, yeah. and then I, I get it and then whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I'll do it every once in a while. I, I actually do enjoy it, but, okay. um, I don't, I don't want to be that like weird promoter that like puts himself on all of his shows. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, 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 have, you have one job or the other, you know what I yeah. mean? I, I, I like, my biggest thing is, is I like to put people on, dude, that put us on. Mm-hmm. I like to put my friends on to play, you yeah. know what I mean? Because they want to play for the artists that they love, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's I think it's a cool moment <clears throat> for them to be able to like, especially the guy that's like direct support, to go up and just shake the hand of the DJ that they literally love because I always try to put my friends on with DJs that they just admire okay. and shake their hand and literally pass the decks off. You yeah. know what I mean? I think, and I think that's a cool moment that I, you know what I mean, for them and I'd love to be able to provide, you know what I mean, little little rave moments like that because I think that's the stuff that you look back on. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. And yeah. then you get to see a lot of yours, I'm assuming. You oh, yeah. All your favorite. Yeah, yeah I book, okay. yeah. If, if I book them, I love them. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, it's very cool from my end, you know, to be able to go out and get dinner usually and mm-hmm. really get to know them on a much more personal level and, you know, at nine times out of ten. You know what I mean? They're 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 as happy as can be just to come out, and they they love the fact that Las Vegas has something now, and it's not just nightclubs, and it's you know what I mean. We have yeah. we actually have like our own underground rave family. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, thank you for all that you do, and also thank you. show my appreciation some more. I'd like to give you these oils. Yay! I have some oils. Um, I was thinking, I was like, what do you what do you guys do 
for self-care. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> this, right, How right. about you're saying you want more zen? And right. I use these oils throughout my day. Um, this is part of my Goddess Glow butt brand. And I use these to like help me calm the fuck down sometimes <laughs> while going through my day. Thank and you. Everything that I do. Thank so, you so yeah, much, Ray. Right? Really appreciate that. All right. Thank you, thank you. So thank you for checking out the podcast again. Check out Christian Jones and his um, events. And also if you are needing a catch or removal. Yeah. Got you. Nice to be. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.